Lake City. Live from the Carrier HVAC Zone Studios. This is 97.5-1280 The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome on in. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from Jimmy's Flowers, the Layton location, 2840 North Hill Field Road, right here in Layton. Uh, come on by and see us right by Hill Air Force Base. But there are two uh, other locations of Jimmy's Flowers, of course, 2735 Washington Boulevard in Ogden and uh, their new Bountiful location, which we've been to and is beautiful, 470 South Main Street. We're taking care of your Valentine's Day for you right here on the big show. Lloyd Cole producing, at least for now, back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena. And safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Jake, you're in one of my favorite places. I mean, really. And yeah. make sure, is, is Mike around? I have not seen Mike yet. I, I uh, uh, have sure been told. Make sure you pass that Make sure He's going to drop by along to him. Oh, just fantastic people, professional. In my in my time, I uh, have come to really appreciate, as you have, Jake, people who are really good at what they do. You know, and when you're a customer, and people are really good at what they do, and they do what they say they're going to do, and they present it uh, a certain way, that's unfortunately rather rare. But that's the way they do their business there. That's been my experience, and I know it's been yours, too. Yes, 100%, and it's it's become kind of a tra- tradition on the station, uh, but the big show specifically, that, uh, that we come out to Jimmy's on the, on the major holidays when flowers are important to take care of uh, the folks we love. Uh, we're here, and uh, Jimmy's is always helping out our listeners. They like to take uh, extra Extra special care. So we're getting the word out. They've got a lot of great deals going on, Gordon, as always. And uh, we're making sure our listeners take care of Valentine's Day with our good friends here at Jimmy's. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be talking about it uh, throughout the show. Uh, Gordon, I'm I'm uh, I'm in a terrific mood today, and I beat up on you pretty good yesterday, which I, I, I feel some remorse over my Super Bowl reaction. So I'm, I'm making it a point to be, to be more um, – uh, nice today. Did Naz scold you? No, no. Did I your mom get, scold I, you? No. Did, I did you get, get a lot scolded. of? Uh, did you get a lot of hate uh, reaction coming back at you for being so mean? No, n- not at all. And and by the way, not that I didn't uh, really enjoy yesterday. Uh, I had. <laughs> I had. A, I, had a, I had a lot of fun, but but you know what? I'm also uh, you know willing 
to to admit that maybe I was a little rough on you and and uh yeah be willing to make make Tuesday a better day for you than Monday. How about that? Oh, wow. All right, let's try this. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> let's oh, give it our brother. let's give it the old college try. Plus I'm yeah. here at Jimmy's which which puts puts me in a good mood. Uh it it smells uh, really good. I always say this is our best smelling remote. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we've got a game night, national TV in town. Like there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game tonight and I know we're going to get into it, but, uh, before we do, I got to ask you, have you, have you faced the reality of having no football now? Wait a minute. Isn't the big sky going to play football in the spring? Yeah supposedly so we're gonna we'll, we've got the the wildcats to root for we're up here in wildcat country actually today so that'll be interesting i i actually on on kind of a, a sports calendar experiment kind of way uh, interested to see if they kind of garner more attention in the spring than they do in the fall <laughs> yeah i don't know but uh we'll find out first uh, game's coming up on the 27th by the way of this month oh how about wow. that see it's right around the corner Look so at listen to Lloyd. Uh, hey Lloyd, how are you, Lloyd? Oh, doing great, guys. How are you? Hey, doing good. Good to hear your voice. Now, are Lloyd you gonna Cole, be? Ni- are you, wait, wait, wait. Now, Jake, you gonna be nice to Lloyd too? No, I sure no. hope not. <laughs> no, no. Lloyd, <laughs> Lloyd, and I have known each other way too long. He'd think something was uh, amiss. You know, like, Gordon's right. I do have bad taste in music. Yeah, right. If <laughs> if Lloyd were any other way than his uh, his. Uh, mm, Unique self, I, I would be concerned. I wonder. I wonder what Lloyd's favorite drop uh, uh, that makes you look bad would be. Wonder, oh, we can't talk what... about that. No, we can't. I'd, I'd rather say, let's not it? talk about it. No, no, we can't go down that road. <laughs> you know what? We, in fact, what, right now, me, you just bringing that up made him really mad at me just for that. I was already uh, kind of mad at Lloyd's show from earlier today, but uh, n- Lloyd and I know that. <laughs> Uh, we have some trust there. There's there's some trust in our relationship. Well, okay. How, what's how about the one that makes him sound bad that you can play? I, I, you know, why and, why and are we Lloyd, starting out this way? What are you doing? Uh, but we're just you know, right, a little back at you. You know, you said for you what? were going to sort. By what? the way, so it, now took you, for, it took now me for you, a second to think of what you were talking about there, and now I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> so now you're cutting me down, Gordon. I, I thought that's I what know. you were so grumpy about yesterday. Just having a little fun here. That's all. I don't have to get all, you know, all bunched up over it. Bunched up. <laughs> I just Lloyd has a Lloyd is is a veteran of veterans, and he's got a good ear for radio. And I just wondered if there was something that you may have said that really he got a kick out of somewhere along the way. You yeah, know, some of his, get his you some of his name mishaps are, are are pretty pretty funny. Maybe one that probably was brought up earlier, but. Yeah, that's about what, it. What, the, the Matt Harpering one? No, no, no. 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 It's, it's one we can't even play anymore. And, yeah, right. We're not going to do it. But it's 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 really It funny. was one of the worst moments of my life. Yeah. Quite possibly, because you could, you could actually hear right after he said it, like, it was like that, it was like that commercial, you want to get away? Oh, yeah. It totally was. <laughs> it was the so worst. it was a lot worse, Lloyd, than when Jake the other day asked uh, Rob Morris if he ever yep, played Yep, much worse himself. than that one. This one was worse, yeah. Much worse than that one, which I did pull and listen to, and that one was pretty bad. Can we this hear that worse. one? Can we can we hear that one no. just for fun? Why are we doing this? Why 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 are we starting the show this way? I told you I was going to try and be in a good mood. You know, Lloyd was here. I was being nice to Lloyd. Remember that? Remember the beginning of the uh, this segment? 
and now it's just uh, personal shots. Ten minutes no, in. Yeah, I don't want to play it. it because it makes me feel uncomfortable. To be honest, me too. With you. Me too. Wait, 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 I thought what? <laughs> I mean, look, we gotta. We're, now we have to play it. No, because those of our listeners who didn't hear it, they're sitting don't here. Don't We kind of do. No, no, no. They don't. We kind of do. So we'll get into uh, some Utah Jazz basketball throughout the day. We'll talk some NFL football. Fallout from the Super Bowl continues on. Matt Williamson will jump on the show at 4. Craig Bowlerjack on with us at 5, uh, getting ready for an 8 o'clock tip tonight, Gordon. National television, Shaq v. Donovan, round 2. Oh, here we go. Is this going to be one of those deals where Shaq finally realizes I was really being stupid and now I'm going to have to try and overcompensate for it or do you think uh, it'll just business will go on as it normally does i don't know but I'll, I'll i'll tell you this gordon if if there is ever a reason to root for a jazz win i want to see the headsets go back on donovan mitchell after the game's over <laughs> don't you don't you want to see well, that Look, Donovan's going to be Donovan. He's going to be classy uh, through the whole thing. And uh, regard him, mean, he'd go out and score 45 points. He'd get a triple-double tonight, and uh, and he would he would just follow along the same way he usually does because Donovan knows, he's aware that even if he plays great tonight, that there's another game coming up and there's another one after that. And um, I, I think there is an awareness with this team about what these games mean right now. They want to win every one of them, but they know they're preparing for the playoffs. They said that before the season started, that they didn't want to be eliminated in the first round. They wanted to to really make a mark in the playoffs this year. And so I think that's what they're using this season for, and the results have been fantastic. This is the best start the Jazz have had, what, in over 20 years? Yeah, pretty right? when amazing. Was last, when was the last time they were – They'd won four times as many games as they'd lost. Right, going all the way back. In fact, uh, was it Mannix yesterday? I think it was who said this is the best Jazz team since. Uh, he the, said the since Gordon, the Gordon Hayward Gordon Hay- years, and you're he right. Didn't go way back before that. Yeah, did he? I, I was mean, trying to. I, I paused for a second. I was trying to think. Did he say Gordon Hayward? Did he say he might have said Carlos Boozer? Uh, but no, he yeah, said I, Hayward because it caught my attention, and I thought, right. no, 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 back it up another fifteen yeah. years. Yeah, keep going back. I mean, I I would even say those those Boozer Darren years were better than the Gordon Hayward uh, era. But but anyway, I I well they I, went to the Western Conference Finals one year. I mean, yeah, right. It doesn't surprise me that stood out to you because that stood out to me too. Where it was like, hmm, no, I think you got to go back a little further. And that's and maybe we should get into the split story of the day here, Gordon. But that's why everybody's. I, I think it's a little bit up on the excitement scale. And in fact, well, let's let's jump into it. Why don't you hit the open? Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on ninety-seven five twelve eighty, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Uh, I think it goes back to, you know, what I was saying, like the setups, man, are huge. You know, Mike's a guy who's about the same size as me and had to kind of had to deal with that. So being able to set up looks, understanding how to manipulate defenses, knowing coverages, knowing how to get into the paint, create advantages. And sometimes it's not even what they say. It's just me sitting there watching them. You know, and I've had the pleasure of watching Joe for four years straight, you know, and just watching how he his his. I call him slow, but like he does it in such a way where he manipulates, whether it's the ball fake, you know, drawing the drawing the defense in with the left-hand pass, finding Rudy on the late look, like I've been continuously watching. So when you see that on a daily, I think that's something that definitely helps me. And as far as Mike goes, man, like, you know, I'm on, I'm right next to him in the locker room. So I ask him probably 
a thousand a thousand questions you know just about how how he sees things and where guys where guys need to be and what guy has it going and how he sees that I need a shot or Boyan is feeling it or Boyan has a mismatch or JC has a mismatch and he's really thinking about that all in real time. So really trying to find ways to implement that into my game. I think I've done an okay job with that. I can continue to be better, but it definitely helps me have really savvy vets like those two. All right, that was Donovan Mitchell, Jazz Celtics tonight at Vivint Arena, 8 o'clock tip, 7 o'clock pregame right here on uh, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. But Donovan uh, Gordon talking about what he's learned, about uh, having the ball in his hands, initiating the point, and uh, what he's learned from some of his uh, teammates. And with no Mike Conley tonight, um, that a lot of that's going to fall in Donovan's uh, lap once again. Well, a couple things stand out to me about what we just heard. One is that Donovan Mitchell is still learning, Jake, and he's eager to learn. He is probing the minds of of his teammates, his the veterans. He's still learning because he wants to get better. I mean, he just signed a contract that's going to pay him nearly two hundred million dollars over the next uh, number of years, and he's still eager to learn. That that really speaks highly of him. I don't see any slowdown in him at all. Do you? Oh, no, uh, no, certainly not. I, I see willingness to grow, and I, I think it's important he learns those particular skills because, you know, it, the the offense still needs to click when, when Mike Conley is not in the lineup in the, in the short term. In the long term, you know, if he's going to get where it appears he wants to go, he's going to have to be as complete a player as, po- uh, as possible, which is why I, I still would like to see a little bit more on the defensive end from Donovan, a little advancement there. But in the short yeah. term, that's that's very important because he's going to have the ball in his hands uh, a, a lot anyway, but even more so when Mike Conley's not playing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And he's eager to do it. He's eager to do it. His teammates sense that. I, I sense from the Jazz on the whole that they are following his lead, and he is the leader of this team, and there's no doubt about that now. And and when you're, the leader of your team is humble enough to ask other guys their opinions about things and mean it, be sincere about it, then that's going to – that's, that's what, <laughs> that adds up to a very nice mix. It does, and and tonight will be interesting. But this this next run of games is going to be really intriguing because this is this is tough, as you like to say, Gordon. So very often, uh, how do you put it? Uh, what cutting time? Not cutting time, <laughs> but the nuts that are being cut, that refers to shipbuilding and cutting the nuts off the side of the. You know the wells. Off the, 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 the was that screws. was that a, a particularly high pressure kind of thing, or? Well, it it, it it's just they had to get it right, I guess. Uh, it beats me because when I first heard the first time I heard that saying was from Greg Foster, who played on some very good jazz teams. Speaking of which, but I'm not sure that's what he was referring to when he used it. No, no. What what was he referring to? I I think he was talking about animal husbandry, which so would mean that the the saying has nothing to do with ships. Then, well, I'm not sure. To tell you the truth, I, I mean that, that's the way I took it the first time I heard it. Yeah. Like, what are you, are you are do you have experience on a farm? Or but then uh, I think it was one of our listeners who called in, like 
20 years ago and informed us about the shipbuilding thing, you know? Okay. And, you know, so. Anyway, that's where that came from. Here's the next four for the Jazz. Boston tonight, Milwaukee on Friday, Saturday against Miami, Philadelphia on Monday. So three out of the four best teams in the East. And then they go on the road for two games against uh, the Clippers the following Wednesday and Friday. So, I mean, that's about as tough as it gets in the NBA. Um, Boston I may or may – sorry, go ahead. I do think they'll have to play better than they did. Certainly they did against uh, the Pacers. However, there were some uh, circumstances that uh, put them at a disadvantage on that occasion. But I, I do think as as encouraging as that was for Jazz fans to see – see the team fight back when they weren't shooting the ball well. If they don't shoot the ball well against these high-quality teams, then uh, that's where they have to play efficiently offense on offense and uh, get rugged on the defensive end as well because you just can't, you can't get by that way. Or very rarely can you get by against a high-quality team uh, at, just by grit and hustle. Um, as for tonight's game, uh, Jalen Brown, we have not seen it official. Uh, he's listed as day-to-day dealing with a knee. Uh, Marcus Smart, though, as, is out, so that's going to be an issue for the Celtics. The Jazz obviously going to be missing Mike Conley. Jalen Brown is playing at an incredible level, as is Jason Tatum. Uh, Gordon, and this will be an interesting test because Boston, is he, they've got those dynamic wing players that are big, they're long. Uh, they play both sides of the floor, and they're really difficult to guard. All true. However, the Celtics are 12 and 10, you know. So I think that's a little south of what people had expected of them. I know they've had the injuries and and that, but uh, it's not like this team is, is uh, impossible to beat. Uh, they've been losing almost as much as they've been winning. But you're right, the talent is there, and the Jazz is going to have to – this is one of those games. I, I think they feel it. I think they feel that this is a measure for them. And I'd be surprised if they came out less than energetic. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Particularly, you know, the national TV factor. And uh, Boston, this is their fifth game of a five-game road trip. So they're they're probably going to be a bit on empty. So we'll we'll see. There are a few things working in the Jazz' favor. You know, you got to worry about them uh, missing Mike Conley a little bit, that's for sure. Do we have any kind of update on Conley as far as uh, what the uh, projection is for his being out? Uh, no, we have not. He's just been kind of – here, let me – give me one second. I can tell you what he's officially listed as. Well, out okay, for tonight, but I think he's day-to-day from there. Is he? Because, yeah, as you said, you saw him on the screen – uh, stretching out on the court uh, for the game against the Pacers and looking like he was trying to get ready to go again. I think their yep. record gives them a little leeway. Give them a little yeah, time. that helps. He could really well, rest them a little bit. And they they need you know they need their guys to be healthy. I mean that's always an important factor. Uh, there's there's no doubt doubt about that, Lloyd. So let me uh, ask you this question: Would you rather, if you were the Jazz, would you rather lose tonight and get Conley back? Uh, strong for the next game, or would you rather win tonight and uh, not have him for a while? Oh, that's a no-brainer. Lose all four and get Mike Conley back healthy. (laughs) By the way, you guys were wondering when the last time the Jazz started off this hot. Probably would have been that 2006-2007 year where they went to the conference finals. They're 18-6. They started the season. Their best was 12-1 at one point, but 18-6, 21-8. 
uh, at one point. So that was probably mm. one of their better starts. Okay. There you go. So they, so they have done better than that this time around, at least by one game. All right, Gordon, we are at Jimmy's Flowers. We'll get to more coming up next. Uh, we are the Layton location, 2840 North Hillfield Road. But, of course, Ogden location, 2735 Washington Boulevard, and the beautiful new Bountiful location, 470 South Main. And, Gordon, the man, the myth, the legend is here. He's in the house. Uh, Mike, it's good to see you. How are things? Hey, great. It's good to see you guys, Jake. Um, wouldn't be Valentine's without having the zone with us. So Seriously. I'm excited to have you here. Yeah, it's good to see you. How are things? Mike, Mike, I've been singing your praises, uh, how you guys do business there. And I, I'm curious to know from you, how how is it that everybody there takes such pride in their in their craftsmanship, really? I mean, the, the flowers are beautiful. The arrangements are fantastic. The environment is a pleasure to be around how, how do you do that well i think over the years gordon you know we we have wonderful employees <clears throat> and they're the ones that make it happen for us we've uh we've just got some wonderful employees that take as much interest in their business in this business as if it was their own and they uh they take great pride in what they do so they're not going to let anything go out without it being first rate and something they'd be happy with receiving and you kind you know, of get Mike, that. Uh, one one thing that Jake told me is that he, your your store there smells so nice, and uh, <laughs> it smells a lot better when I'm not there. So you know that's a fact. That's that's <laughs> true. Uh, but yes, it is always our best smelling remote of the year. There's there's no doubt about that. But uh, you know what you were talking about with uh, with the people, you can tell that the second you you roll through the door and just how nice the store, the presentation, and and of course how helpful everybody is. It's great. Well, like I say, we're we're really proud of our people, and you know I think any business could say that you're only as good as the people, and and we we love our customers, we like to take care of them the best we can, and our people take pride in doing that. So I always Mike, like I, ha- I have to I have to assume that a lot of your business repeat customers because once you go there and experience it, like Jake was saying, then you're going to come back. Well, we do, Gordon. We have a lot of repeat customers. In fact, we have a lot of people. In fact, just the other day. Uh, I was talking to a customer who said, uh, you know, you did my mother's wedding. And uh, so we have a multi-generational customer base uh, that comes to us over the years. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Um, uh, I always like bragging about you guys. Teleflora's top 50 florists in the country. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Well, we're fortunate. Uh, we really are. We're ranked in the top. Uh, I think we're number 16, actually. Uh, wow. So top This 20. past year. So we... Uh, uh, again, it wouldn't be possible without our people, but we, we take uh, great pride in what we do, and, and we're, we're excited to serve our customers. And, of course, uh, you love taking care of Zone listeners, and uh, you like, uh, how can I put this, uh, uh, bailing us out uh, on Valentine's <laughs> Day and Mother's Day and, and uh, those holidays where it's also crucial to come through with, uh, with beautiful flowers. Yeah, guys aren't, you know, guys have a lot of good things about them, but being uh, early on a lot of things isn't one of them. And so that's our biggest challenge at Valentine's Day is getting guys to think, hey, you know what, I, I better do it a little bit early. And uh, this year being COVID uh, situation, it's affected uh, our business just like everybody else with our farms, flower supply, uh, even vases and things that come out of China. So we... We have uh, 
now more than ever, you need to get in an order early in order to guarantee you're going to get what you want. And speaking of that situation, you've got things laid out, uh, you know, to easily social distance and that sort of thing in the location. But I know you're also pushing online a lot just to make it easy for folks to get taken care of. We are. That's the easiest way to do it, Jake, is just go online. Uh, we've got a great selection of items uh, that in all price points and different styles and things. You, you, you certainly can find something there that that uh, your sweetheart will love, and uh, it's just easy to go online and do it. And plus, the the web address, Gordon, uh, is 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 really difficult to to, to remember. E- even you can now now hold. Are you ready? Jimmy'sFlowers.com. Jimmy'sFlowers.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really easy, and uh, it, it's it's easier than ever, even with COVID, to get taken care of. Yeah, Mike, I have one more little comment for our listeners. Uh, it's my saying: when you give, you get. You know, so fellas. My my wife has never been disappointed anything close to it when I've given her Jimmy's flowers. I mean, it 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 just I know you don't want to think that way, but uh, you know, you give and and you you get. So, uh, Mike all I can say is thanks. Thank you. You heard it here first. Gordon is still <laughs> happily married. Thanks to Jimmy. Lisa's flowers. pet name for me is Bowler. <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, well placed, Lloyd. Wow, that was amazing. Uh, all right, so check them out, jimmysflowers.com, jimmysflowers.com, or any one of their three locations. Thanks, Mike. It's good to see you, buddy. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The Beatles are worse than the monkeys. The Beatles are worse than Millie Vanilli. The Beatles are worse than Limp Biscuit. Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today. The Beatles, selected by Guess Who, and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. What, Gordon, I, I said that I felt bad that, that I... I pointed out how right it was yesterday and i was a little rough on you and now you're going right at me with the beatles what's the deal uh i have to assume that just like the way you used to talk about tom brady uh you talked about the beatles that way so i don't think you really mean it i think you do appreciate it and love it and i just wanted to share share some greatness that's all see here's the thing gordon uh is I've admitted that Tom Brady has been the best quarterback or the GOAT or whatever anybody wants to say for quite some time. It doesn't – here's my point always is. It doesn't mean I have cheer for the guy. When when it comes to sports, there are things like results and stats and those things that, that you know, help you judge things. When it comes to music, it really is in the ear of the beholder. So because I say I don't particularly enjoy Beatles music and think they're a tad overrated, that's a little bit more subjective than the outcome of a football game, don't you think? 
Well, even if you say they're a tad overrated, that still ranks them very highly, right? Because if they're a tad overrated and they are rated the way they are, then they have to be in that upper echelon. And look, I've been on a Beatles uh, thing sort of run over the past number of days. I watched uh, I watched a documentary on them and I watched their first concert uh, in in America and enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, I've just been uh, try, trying to share that with uh, my family members and they, they, they act like they grasp it, unlike you. I mean, well, just, it was uh, the uh, most uh, overrated uh, band in history. I've been okay, familiar but, with the Beatles in their work for quite some time, Gordon. Yeah, I, I, I know you have, but you still haven't come around. And, uh, you know, you're young yet. Maybe you'll you'll get there one day. I, I think part of it is that you had to have lived through it to really to really appreciate it. And I don't know if that's absolutely true, because I know there are a lot of I mean, isn't that isn't that uh, album they did uh, that that number one album? Wasn't that the highest selling thing like ever? And I don't that, know that that came out when when my kids, one uh, a few of my kids were in high school still. So, I mean, anyway, I, I was just I've been on a Beatles run here, and I and I wanted to share it uh, because I think most of our listeners will appreciate it. Uh, maybe not everybody's a Beatle lover. I I get it, but. A lot of us are, so. I'd put the Beatles probably top 1,000. <laughs> no, I and I still contend that there are many artists that have done Beatles songs much better than the Beatles did them. That's all. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, Jake. Uh, it's like there's, it's, there's no explaining taste, you know? Yeah. Exactly. There's no explaining it. So I can't I can't understand exactly what your issue is, but I I've talked to enough people who are Beatles lovers through the years to know that that you are just a little speck over here in a dusty bin of well, uh, a few. I don't need other people's music opinions to confirm my own. <laughs> and and you know, I still say way to go out on a limb. Beatles the best day the best band of all time. I doubt you'll find anybody who agrees with you. <laughs> well, I guess uh, at least I'm consistent going with the front runner. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. But like I mentioned the other day, I think I mentioned it yesterday, you know, I when the Beatles were on the Ed Sullivan show, I w- I sat in front of the TV. I know exactly where I was sitting. I remember it every part of that. And my family was gathered around and we all watched. And it was it was uh the British invasion, you know, I mean, they, those guys, they're so young. They're just kids coming over and just taking, taking the world by storm. And that's what they did. And their music evolved so radically over the years and became much more, I don't know, sophisticated, if you want to say it that way. And uh, it, 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 it was fun to go on that journey with them. Gordo, as long as we're we're just kind of uh, goofing through a segment, can we uh, can we talk about Draymond Green last night real quick? Okay. And Lloyd, I just emailed this to you. If if we could get the call on this, I I think the call is kind of funny. Uh, but did you see his shot at the end of the fourth quarter? I did not. Okay, so there was almost nine seconds. Here, let me see. I can tell you exactly. There was 8.7 seconds left. The Warriors are down to the Spurs 
103 to 100. They mm-hmm. inbound the ball to Draymond Green, and he shoots it like there's one second left on the clock. <laughs> like from deep, too. I mean, deep three. And it goes off the backboard, and it's just terrible, and the Spurs get the rebound, and, and the Warriors still still have time to foul with five seconds left. Lloyd, Lloyd has it. Let's, uh, let's give it a listen. Guarded by Murray. Gets the pick. The inbounds. Green launches it. Spurs rebound it with five seconds to go and a foul. What was Draymond Green thinking? Guarded by Murray. <laughs> launches it. <laughs> it's so funny. They're like, there's still time for a rebound and a foul. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you've got to find this thing uh, and, and watch the video because it's just like, yeah, you're just dumbfounded. Like, wait a minute. No, that wasn't it. I mean, Draymond had, honestly, there's no other explanation beside he had to just think there was one second left on the clock. I mean, it just doesn't. It, it doesn't make any any sense outside of that. Well, I have to assume he was probably option five. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, and not that shot. You should, you should see it, Gordon. I mean, it's not like he sets himself to shoot. I mean, it's, it's hot potato heave from <laughs> like 35 feet. I mean, it's, it's from the logo, from the Spurs logo. I mean, it's the absolute, if there's a definition of worst, like, Worst shot in basketball. That's it, right there. I mean, no <laughs> gather, no nothing. Just launch from the logo, and you can hear it in the announcer's voice where they're like, "Oh, he launches, and a rebound and a foul with five seconds to go." <laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you this: I I uh, played basketball with some friends, and we were in a league, and uh, there there were people. Not that people came to see us per se, but there were people watching, like family, I guess. And uh, we had this guy who was just nothing but hustle. He was he was not a basketball player. He was wear sweatpants to the game kind of guy. You know, got every loose ball, that sort of thing. And uh, it, it was a, a close game. We were down two or three, and uh, there was like 30 seconds to go in our ball. And uh, somehow, after uh, it gets inbounded and passed around a couple times, it finds its its way to Chad's waiting hands. And somebody out there in the audience started counting down five, four, yelling at three, you know, even though there was like 20 seconds left on the clock. And the dude heaves, Gordon, heaves a half quarter and banks it in. <laughs> banks it in. And it went in. We're yelling, no, don't shoot it. No. To, yes, he made it. In a, in a split second. It was, it was pretty remarkable. But it reminded me of that, even though Draymond missed just horribly. Well, I just watched it while you were talking, and the best part of the whole thing is the look, uh, the look on his teammates' faces, uh, especially Steph. <laughs> he just he's just walking around going, "What was that? What are you You're doing?" You're right, Draymond. Just he couldn't get rid of it fast enough, and there, when when he chucked it. What, there was like seven, what, seven or eight seconds left? I mean, that's just dumb. Yeah, there's no excuse. Not, no, there's, there's no not. excuse for that. I mean, he fires it with eight seconds left. The thing darn near breaks the backboard, shatters the glass, and Steph is standing over there going, hey, you know, I'm not. I'm a pretty good shooter. 
Yeah, and, you know, and not to mention that we could do better than that. Eight, <laughs> eight seconds is an eternity in the NBA. I wonder what Steve Kerr said, you know, to his team. I, I have to assume that, that that wasn't it. No, no, that wasn't the shot they were looking for. <laughs> it's and, so and funny. Drama, he's a you veteran. Described he, it, you described it perfectly, Jake. I mean, it was, it was like a hot potato. I mean, he couldn't get rid of it fast enough. And, of course, it was nowhere near the basket. And, and Steph is walking around going, hey, I'm here. Lloyd, I'm here. Can, we dial, can we dial that call up just one more time? Because I think the call <laughs> is really funny. The, the, and uh, they rebound the ball in a foul, and there's five seconds left. <laughs> they kind of get caught up in it with the launch, is it? And a rebound in the foul. Started by Murray. Gets the pick. The inbounds. Green launches it. Spurs rebound it with five seconds to go and a foul. What was Draymond Green thinking? <laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> that is so funny. Wow. That's amazing. That, that is amazing. You know, that's like, that's like what I'm sure – uh, families that watch their kids play little league basketball deal with every single weekend, you know, like scoring <laughs> on the wrong basket and all that stuff. You just don't, you don't see stuff like that typically at the NBA level. I mean, Draymond's an all-star, right? He launches it. Oh man. So there what you go. Was they it, obviously... What is it he said? He said afterwards, is this his quote? I feel like that was the smartest dumb play in history. Very smart play that ended up being dumb as bleep. Well, that there, there was that? there was nothing uh, smart about that. Uh, we have yeah. Chase on Twitter who points out he says the defender reached their arm out and he thought he was going to draw a foul and get free throws. Mm, I don't know. If so I'm he thought that. he was going to hit the three and then get the free throw too, and then get the free throws and win the game. Yeah, that. that when you have Steph Curry on your team, that's what you're going to do <laughs> from the logo. <laughs> <laughs> really. And the, yeah. his defender didn't touch him at all. So, that yeah, that was the dumbest play I've ever seen. You've got to be more self-aware than that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's one of those cases where we talk about Tom Brady and his brains, his smarts, his competitive acumen, and this was the opposite of that. <laughs> this was the opposite of that, yeah. Yeah, I, I should say. Even from the logo, hot potato shot. Trying to draw a foul? Really? From there, <laughs> Steph Curry on your uh, team. Yeah. I don't know what that means. The smartest dumb play in history. I mean, no, that's like no, that's uh, like saying the Chris Webber timeout. Well, well, yeah, a timeout would have worked well for the team there. That was the smartest dumb play in history. Come on, that's the dumbest dumb play that, in history. Did, uh, did he think what everybody else was thinking, that Steph was going to get the ball, and so he figured, well, I'll, I'll handle this business? And, uh, and and meanwhile, he was covered. I mean, he was blanketed, really. And uh, just taking matters into his own hands. That, that That's inexcusable, Jake. I'm sorry. I know everybody can have a bad day. People can have a bad game. People can have a bad performance. But you can't make a decision like that to hurt your team the way he did. Trying that's not funny. He, he might think it's funny, but that's not funny at all. That's just competitively frustrating. Oh, no, it's hilarious. 
I mean, it's, it's really funny. I choose to believe that he forgot how much time was left on the clock. That's what I choose to believe. One second left. It's Draymond time. <laughs> the rebound and the foul. Five seconds left. <laughs> oh, well, man. he thinks he's going. He thinks he's going to get fouled, and he didn't get fouled. So I mean, there was there was a whole string of miscalculations on his part. Oh man. All, All right. right, it is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, we'll get to more coming up next. Live from Jimmy's Flowers, we're at their Layton location, uh, 2840 North Hillfield Road in Layton. But, of course, they have the Ogden location, 2735 Washington Boulevard, and the brand-new, beautiful, bountiful location, 470 South Main Street. Uh, but also, maybe a great option for you, jimmysflowers.com. Uh, order online. you got to get in on it, though, because uh, the rush is it's a little bit different this year. I was talking to Mike a little bit about that uh, off the air. Things are done a little bit more online. Stuff takes a little bit more time. So can't encourage you enough to get on it now. Don't wait till Friday. Take care of it today with Jimmy's Flowers and get online jimmysflowers.com. We'll have more coming up next, 97.5 and 1280. This This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Live today from Jimmy's Flowers. Check them out online, jimmysflowers.com. But we are at the Layton location, 2840 North Hillfield Road in Layton. Uh, come on by and see us right by the Air Force Base, Gordon. In fact, uh, there must have been a, a squad out uh, doing drills. I don't know. What's the uh, what's the appropriate word for that? What, what are they, don't they call it a sortie or something? Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought a sortie is what uh, you went on attack with. But okay, maybe that's not the right uh, lingo. I, I don't but know. It is a pretty, group of airplanes. It, it is pretty awesome whenever uh, whenever we come up here to see them out flying. I mean, it's still yeah, those a, jets. Yeah. Those jets are, are pretty perfect. By the way, uh, I heard from uh, my, our good friend Mike, a listener, who said uh, there's a reason other artists do Beatles songs. It's because they are that good. Or is it because, you know, greats like Aretha Franklin listen to it and go, you know what, I could do that better. <laughs> the Beatles are the most overrated band in history. They think, yeah, you know you're going to keep, keep throwing those incriminating audios at me, but it's not going to change my mind. They think, you know what, uh, it, the, the song could be beautiful, but it, it sounds like it's, you know, sung by some sort of perspire, or, uh, expiring cat. <laughs> you know the fact that you lay it on so thick uh, betrays your credibility on this does it yeah because uh <laughs> because <laughs> you're talking about the all-time grades as though they are yesterday's garbage according to you according to you uh gordon uh of course quarterback and the the quarterback carousel is going to be a big story this offseason in the nfl you see the latest one who may be uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't. You know, 
I don't want to say disgruntled, but not the the most gruntled in the world. You mean there's another one? Well, <laughs> Russell Westbrook has, has oh, yeah. or no, Westbrook, uh, excuse me, Russell Wilson. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Mistake, uh, talking publicly a little bit, not and the rhetoric he's using is not, you know, uber aggressive per se. But the message he's getting out there is the offensive line has not been up to snuff, and he's been hit or uh, what sacked almost 400 times in his career, and. He's, he's tired of peeling himself up off the ground. His offensive line, that's true. It's never been up to snuff, has it? Uh, I mean, I don't know. We'd have to go back and look at some of those Marshawn Lynch years. But, um, you know, he wouldn't be the – well, I guess, you know, these quarterbacks are frustrated in the investments made around them, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is frustrated that he doesn't have enough weapons. That was Tom Brady's gripe with the Patriots. And in, in this case, it's – Russell West uh, Wilson uh, not thinking he has enough uh, from an offensive line standpoint. Man, we're talking about some of the some of the best quarterbacks around. So uh, uh, <laughs> I guess with the emphasis on quarterback play now, you you better you better do what's necessary for that uh, particular performer to compete at the at the level he's capable of competing. And when you, I mean. <laughs> Ask Patrick Mahomes how that went for him the other day because he was made to look bad by folks that weren't him. Well, I think it, if nothing else, I think it's another example, Gordon, of this this struggle in the NFL that the players, what am I thinking here, player empowerment. The, you know, what we've seen in the NBA so much over the last 10 and 15 years is, is kind of uh, – poking its head out in the NFL too now with these quarterbacks that have some leverage and they're, you know, uh, using it in various ways. Again, Russell Wilson wasn't necessarily, you know, as aggressive as, say, Deshaun Watson uh, requesting a trade. But, I mean, he did get his message out there, and obviously he meant to get it out there. So it's interesting how we're seeing this now in the NFL. Hmm. Okay, so let me read you this quote. And, and see how it relates to what uh, we're talking about here. Because uh, there are little nuggets sprinkled in. This is from Tom Brady. He said, I really don't like leaving much up to fate, certainly with regard to my football career. If, like me, you're serious about your peak performance, you need to work hard at the things that are within your control. Your work ethic, how you treat your body, and your attitude, especially your attitude. Things sometimes happen sometimes that I don't welcome or want, but I make the choice to remain positive. That is something within my control. I don't like to focus on negatives or to make excuses. I am never a victim. I gain nothing if I get angry or frustrated. You can make life a lot harder for yourself by focusing on negative things in your path or making excuses for why things didn't go your way. Or you can refuse to take things personally, let them go, learn from them, and become the best version of yourself. It's a choice. It's actually your choice. If I throw an interception or have a bad day or make a bad business decision, by staying in that place, I will just make things worse. Wisdom, someone said, is about knowing the difference between the things you can control and the things you can't. And... uh, our good friend Riley Jensen tweeted that out. So here's my question. If if uh, Russell Wilson is upset with his offensive line and the lack of improvement in that regard, is that appropriate for him to do 
in light of that quote from Tom Brady. Yes, what does he, that quote have to do with anything? Because he said, don't dwell on the negative. Tom left his he team said, because just, of the just, negative last year to go to Tampa because they had better players. Oh, uh, well, there was, was probably it, it was probably a lot more complex. Yeah, he than could that. control what he wanted to control, namely well, okay, the team around that, him. Okay, then that's part <laughs> of the question. That's part of the question. Then, if if has Russell Wilson been empowered to make a difference by what he says, and is that is that incumbent upon him to, through his wisdom, through his vision? Say, hey, this needs to get better if our goal is to win. So, the, so the, 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 there's a balance there between, okay, staying positive and, and controlling what you can control, figuring out what you can control. Can you control that aspect? Can you be a GM too because you're your team's most important player? Is that complaining or is it controlling? Is it a positive or is it a negative? That, this is, that's why I read that. Well, I'm guessing if you're the GM of the Seahawks, you probably view it as a negative today. But if you're Russell Wilson's agent, you're probably saying, like, yeah, that probably works for us. Well, when uh, Tom Brady says it's a choice, it's actually your choice. Uh, then, you know, you say, if he, then he says, if you stay in the same place, uh, things will you'll just make things worse. So, so there is a difference there, maybe, uh, figuring out what you can control. Can Russell Wilson control that or can he not? And if he can control it and he can make it better by pointing it out to everybody and saying it publicly, then then maybe maybe that is taking control in a good way. Okay. Whatever you say, Gordon. I don't know. I mean, it could be the opposite. That's what makes it so intriguing. <laughs> that, was a, that was a very thorough Tom Brady quote. Uh, we're well, up I mean, here. Wait, 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 wait. There was, there was good wisdom there. Did you listen to what he said? Oh, no. I, I stopped paying attention about half a sentence <laughs> in. You, you quit listening two sentences in? Oh, yeah, man. That was. We're like, talking about the best football player in the history of football. Yeah, and football. you stopped he's listening Ari- after the first sentence. He's not Aristotle, man. I'm not in a, <laughs> I'm not in a college class. Come on, get to the point for crying out loud. Uh, we're live at, at Jimmy's Flowers in Layton, 2840 North Hillfield Road. Uh, but, of course, they have three locations. They have the one in Bountiful, 470 South Main, and Ogden as well, 2735 Washington Boulevard. And jumping on with us now is Brian. Brian, admit it. You, you dozed off a little bit during that Tom Brady quote. I, I Just did. a little. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you, you got well, distracted a little by the, yeah. you know, it was, it's tough to stay dialed in. Tom's got seven rings. What does he have negative to dwell on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I He's mean, married to a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a good outlook, outlook on life. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, thanks for having us, man. It's good thanks to see you. Thanks for being here. How it's good things? to see you. Uh, it's crazy, you know, getting ready for the busiest weekend of the year. So just trying to. Process all the flowers and get all the arrangements ready to roll. Seems like things are buzzing a little bit around here. Yeah, it's, you know, with COVID, there's less people coming in. Um, a lot more happened on our website, which is, it's just easier for everybody. So uh, we've had a great website for several years now, and uh, it's really easy to order there. And so it's been great. But we have plenty here, too. If, if people want to come in, we're, we're happy to, to service them here as well. So that's awesome. Uh, you guys were already rolling with jimmysflowers.com and kind of probably a natural adaptation into the, the new kind of oh, normal. Yeah. Yeah, people, I mean, obviously, you and I, we, we order everything online anyway now. Right. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, we've 
we've morphed a lot there to make it easier and give a lot of good selection to you know different price points different color combinations and things especially for for valentine's and you know we guys we want it easy so we can order it at midnight or whatever just go online and uh, you can have it pick you know you can still come pick it up after you order online or we can deliver it for you whatever is easiest for them and Gordon and I also like to give you guys around here a chance to to brag a little bit about the staff because they, I mean, they they know what they're doing and they work really really hard to make sure everybody's taken care of. Oh yeah, we're that they're what make us successful. You know, our, our designers are skilled. We train them, and they a lot of them have been here many many years. They know what they're doing, um, and so we, you know, my dad who was on the last segment, we just try to make the business roll, and then but it really all depends on the the staff, and you know, we try really hard to to give great service and. Uh, that's kind of what we hang our head on. Great product, fresh product, beautiful product, and, and great service. So well, you crushed it for Brian, can I, two years. Can, can I interject here? Yeah. Uh, I, I've gone play, you know, I've been married almost 40 years now, and uh, I maintain what I think is a terrific relationship with my wife, even though I do dumb things sometimes. But when I go to a flower shop and I get I, – this happened to me a number of times where – you pay your money and you get your arrangement, and it, it it's really not that good. Every time I've gone to Jimmy's, it is stellar. I mean, it's almost stunning, Jake. Don't you think when you see what they do with the quality flowers they have, it's it's it's, it's just unmistakable. And my wife, every time I've given her Jimmy's flowers, she stops and looks at it and says, "Wow." You know, it's it's that good. It really is. Now, now, not to step up the pressure the, this year, but uh, Brian, you got to know that last week, Gordon, um, Gordon, how how detailed do you want me to get on this? Uh, Gordon made some comments on the air about gift giving that were. Uh, <laughs> I think I heard those. Yeah, that was that. It was a mistake. Ripples. Yeah. It was a bad. So. It was a bad mistake. It was a bad. <laughs> and by the way, uh, I'll be sending you my credit card, Brian, so you can uh, so Jake can bring me uh, some flowers to give my wife because I'm I, I need to uh, make good on that. There's a little awesome. extra pressure. This That's good. Good. You guys are here tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, we're we're out here making it happen. No so. problem, Gordon. We got you covered. How about that, good, Corey? You feel you. better? Yeah, <laughs> I will after I give her these flowers. Yeah, exactly. Well, Brian, thanks for having us up, man. You guys appreciate are so it. great. We appreciate you and all the work you do. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. All right, jimmysflowers.com. And, of course, don't forget about the locations in Layton, Ogden, and uh, the new one there in Bountiful. Uh, we'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.